Hi there, and thanks for joining us. It's time for another Red FM Town Takeover, and we have headed west for the occasion to the town of Skibbereen. Lots of businesses to talk to, so let's dive straight in. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. First up on Red Business, a company you may have heard a lot about in recent times, but probably still don't know what they do. The company is called Spearline, and it has been so successful that they've recently sold a little bit of it, but the main business remains as is, and I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Matthew Lawler, co-founder and CTO, and Lorraine McCarthy, HR and Operations Manager at Spearline. You're both very welcome to Red Business. Thanks for having us, Jonathan. It's, um, it's a great time. There's definitely good buzz around the place, and it's... Uh, like compared to when I was down here, I moved down here 15, 16 years ago, and the difference between then and now is amazing. Where was home prior to this? I'm originally from Kildare, so. So um, it's a bit of a change then coming down from Kildare to here. It is a little bit, yes, yeah. No, but it's settled now and love it, and it's an amazing place to live in for your kids. So. Why did you choose to come here then, Matthew, 15 years ago? Yeah, well, I suppose it kind of comes back to the start of the business as well. I went to college in Waterford and... Well, you can't be perfect all the time. I know. That, that, that <laughs> yeah. can happen. And that's where I went to college with Kevin Buckley, who myself and himself set up the company 16 years ago. And he's originally, he's a Castlehaven man. And that's what brought me down here. We decided to set up the company here. So what does Spearline do? Yeah, so I suppose maybe just to give you an anecdote, I'm sure you've had a lot of interviews where you've had a telephone interview and you've had to cut it off because of poor connection, really poor audio quality. No, I, I normally do that when they're boring me. That uses yeah, yeah. an excuse more than anything else, but it has happened from time to time, I'll yes, grant yeah. you that. So the, the same thing happens in large enterprises, contact centres, conference companies, where their customers are dialing in and they have a poor connection, they can't get through, um, they might be talking to an agent, the agent can't understand what's happening. So what we do is we will test your telephone lines and we analyse them, make sure that the connection is working, make sure they can navigate through any prompts that they have, and ultimately, when they're speaking to an agent, make sure that they can have a two-way conversation. And I'm guessing this is pretty much a technological company, isn't it? So you have to operate at the very high end of the technical scale here. Yes, yes. So we have servers in over 70 countries where we're doing this with telephone lines attached. We're generating huge amounts of data uh, that needs to be processed. And um, so it is, what we do is very simple. We test telephone numbers, make sure they're up and working. And generate an alert if there's anything, but the actual backup behind that, the software, the analytics, everything like that is, is a complicated process. My favourite expression in the Irish lexicon is, I don't know where you're going, but I wouldn't start from here. And uh, if you're dealing with a high-end technology company, Skibbereen would not be the first place that would come to mind uh, to, to grow a business like that. So therefore, did you have inherent challenges beginning here in this part of the world? Yes, I would say we did have challenges originally. Um, connection and internet connection being one of them uh, like we couldn't do what we do now 10 years ago for example um, so with Cyro coming into Skibbereen connection and internet connection isn't a problem at all what we do we can do it anywhere so we have offices here in Skibbereen uh, in Waterford and also in Romania and India so like we're remote teams once we have good internet connection we can do the rest. So tell us a little bit about the most recent time because you've had a lot of success and indeed there, you, you are now a much bigger company than you were even six months ago. Yes, yes. So we've expanded quite rapidly. Um, the, like our customer base, we work with large enterprises. Um, so like as our name has got out there, uh, like we have a lot of customer references, 
Um, I, there was a bit of a challenge we had with market education, people understanding that they did need a product like Doors. We've started to come, overcome that. We're very innovative and we've tried a lot of different products and probably failed more than we've succeeded in, in some of them. Like <laughs> but that is the way of life, That's isn't it? That's the way entrepreneur way. But yeah, we did, we branched out as a very different uh, kind of to our core product set. So we went into, uh, developed something for the risk and compliance of GDPR regulations that come in. So well, we did that, started about 18 months ago, but the opportunity came, like we noticed that we were a very technological company working in telecommunications. And while that was being a success, it was a bit of a distraction from our normal core business. So we actually sold that section of the business. Lorraine, I'm presuming you agree wholeheartedly with everything that's been said by Matthew there. You wouldn't disagree with a single no, word? No, not a single word. Not a single word. Are you from West Cork originally? No, I'm from, it's Little Village, Clandrahood. It's up near McCroom in Mid Cork, really. Okay, so you, you didn't even know what the sea was until you came down here, did no, you? No, I'm down here a long time now as well. Um, 20 years. 20 years. Okay, yeah. so what has your spirit line journey been like? So I joined the company late last year um, as the HR and operations manager. I suppose at the time there was a team of about 60 and so far we've grown that to 78 at the moment. Um, I know Kevin announced the day of our official opening that we're doubling our workforce. So I suppose something I'm conscious of a lot with um, Spearline is some people tend to think that we're a tech company. We've got 10 different departments within Spearline and they range from development, product, QA, uh, support, marketing, customer engagement, sales, operations, HR and finance. And we're all, always looking for good people across all those departments. Now, the fact that you're based in West Cork, is that a good or a bad thing when you're trying to entice people to come and work with you? Um, I think it's a great thing. I suppose Spearline, we're one of the largest employers in West Cork. Uh, we're a progressive company um, with innovative leaders and job prospects here that would rival any of the large companies in the city. Um, I suppose uh, in the examiner earlier this year, it was um, an article that said there's 43,000 people commute from Cork County to Cork City each day. And I suppose we're one of the companies that are trying to um, reduce that a little. Um, I suppose I think I'd much prefer to be on a beach kayaking or spending time with my family than sitting in a car in traffic. I, well, I don't know now. Some you're not sitting on the right <laughs> roads. Uh, probably the best description. But when you're talking about Skibreen, are people surprised? I know it's not a tech company per se, mm -hmm. but are they surprised at the quality of the offering in terms of a job, given that it is in effectively a, what people will describe as a rural town as opposed to a major urban hub? Um, I think they are. I think since our official opening and I suppose our media, our social media presence in the last couple of weeks and months will definitely help in that situation that people can see the fabulous building that we're in now. Um, I suppose we have a number of benefits that we offer to um, our employees as well. Um, and they're on our, uh, on our website mm. as well. Uh, we, we talk a lot, I, I suppose, Matthew, about the Ludgate Centre and, and, and Skib getting this high-speed broadband that everybody thought was almost impossible to get in the centre of a city, never mind a town like Skibbereen. That was the game-changer, wasn't it? That was what made all of what you do possible. Yes, yeah. Like, so when we, in the early days, we obviously there's a lot of challenges to growing business, like recruitment, um, staff, training like office space and everything but like one of the key concerns was like connectivity and we have large multinational companies we do a lot of conference calls with america um, like with people from all over the world and there would be video conference calls if you were doing that with a poor connection like our product is testing for quality well your credibility would be fairly shot if your phone be, yes. line went down wouldn't it yeah so like yeah so because we're in the in the business of verifying quality we need to offer that ourselves 
and connection was always a huge concern with that. But since Cyrus come into Skibreen, it's just not a factor. It's almost, it's not a thought anymore. So do you regret the big move then from Kildare down here all those years ago? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't, no. Are you, well, like, I mean, if Kildare were playing Cork now in a kind of a weird football semi-final, who would you back? Oh, it's, I'm a Kildare man, I'd still... I see. Yes. Lorraine, you haven't taught him well at all. <laughs> yeah. You need to work is, on that. Uh, Castle Avon stole the best Kildare footballer in Larry Tompkins ever, so they sent down the worst one, just to make sure it never <laughs> again. Just to balance it yes. out. How can people find out more about the jobs that are on offer, Lorraine McCarthy? Um, so all our jobs are listed on our website, so it's spearline.com forward slash jobs. Um, and if there isn't a job listed there, um, we're always looking for exceptional candidates. So I would say send in your CV. Um, we wouldn't like to let anyone pass pass by. Indeed. And look, it's great that the company has gone from strength to strength, even selling little bits of it now. That, that's how successful it has become. Uh, Matthew Lawler, uh, CTO and co-founder at Spearline and Lorraine McCarthy, HR and operations manager at said same company. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to the town takeover here in Skibbereen on Red Business. Thanks for having us. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork. Now, one name that is synonymous with the town of Skibbereen is Fields, and they are literally everywhere. In fact, just next door to where we have set up uh, with our town takeover studio is Fields Super Value. So we could not have a field on, and I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Ruth Fields. Ruth, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. And you brought the husband with you as well. Um, Adam Walsh, how are you? Good, thanks, Jonathan. Uh, Good to have you both. Thank you so much. Uh, Look, your, your family has been involved in business for how long, Ruth? Uh, we're trading here on the main street for over 60 years. So um, my granduncle started the business. Uh, oh, God, it could be 72 years ago. And I'd have to double-check the exact number. Uh, Jackfield, he started trading here then. It was a much smaller premises than it is now. And what, was that a, a general store? What it was. was yeah. It was. It was not self-service. It was the old-fashioned counter. So you had to come in, you put in your order, and the girls went away and got whatever your order was, brought it back, wrapped it up, boxed it, and they sold it. Uh, but even then, Jack Field was sending stuff out to the islands. He was sending stuff to Shirkin and Cape Clear, double wrapping it, putting on the twine extra str- uh, tightly. And um, so John, my father, joined the business um, fresh from UCC about 47 or 8 years ago, I think now. Right. And um, so he's been trading here since then, and I joined him back in the business just... 14 years ago this year. Okay, so you, you've been here on site. Now, th- the store looks great. Um, it, the thing about having a store like that, it's constantly adding to it, isn't it? Constantly changing, keeping ahead of the trends. What, what's big and what's popular right now? Absolutely. Um, so, I, think, I suppose things come and go with retail. And, um, but consistently, what people love is good customer service, and um, people who, uh, and feeling welcome somewhere. So that's what we have always tried to do in fields. We have a fantastic team working there. Um, a lot of them have been there 30, 40 years themselves. A lot of them have children now working in the business with myself and Adam. And, um, and so their neighbours, their friends, they all come in to have a chat, to do their shopping. And, and then, of course, uh, apart from that, then you have uh, good service, uh, good pricing, marketing, um, strong and, special and offers. A, and, and a very nice coffee shop out the front and, as well. You, nice you do a very nice line in cakes. We do. We you make do, all our own cakes. Do you, yeah, make, yeah. you make them yourself? We, I don't actually make them myself, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was never one for baking. Um, um, your, your dad uh, has this wonderful reputation, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Not just here in yeah. Skibbereen, but right across West Cork. When, when were you first aware that, you know, pe- people think, think a lot about that? Um, 
so I suppose we were always in and out of the business with dad and it was just normal. But I think um, look, years ago, John first tried to get a third level institute moved to Skibbereen and it was almost over the line and it didn't happen. And I remember distinctly he being, was very disappointed about that. So I suppose it was then I became aware of um, it wasn't just about the business. It was actually about Skibbereen and it was about West Cork and it was about doing something more for West Cork than just having a supermarket in the town. And um, I went to work in Musgraves then for years and I suppose then became aware of all his many friends and peers throughout the country. Um, but I think all that has really culminated in Ludgate. And that, that I would say, myself is probably, is apart from the supermarket and the coffee shop and the bakery, is one of his proudest achievements and one of the most important things to him in terms of giving back to the community that he lives in. Well, Adam, this is a good point to bring you in because uh, you, you work with Ludgate, don't you? Yep. Uh, it's uh, My real job is in the shop next door and uh, my part-time job is, is, is Ludgate. Um, <laughs> Which takes more time. Uh, <laughs> it depends. Uh, I think, Jonathan, the... The Ludgate is a fascinating project. I can see why, why John feels so proud about it. I do as well. Uh, we are, it's something unique to Skibbereen, something unique to West Cork. Uh, we're trying to bring 500 direct jobs to Skibbereen over a period of five years, uh, which is a significant target. So how, how, how many do you have now, and how far into the project so are you? So we have, within our first building, which is the Ludgate Hub in Townsend Street here in Skibbereen, we have between 50 and 60 people working there. They are uh, people who are doing hot desking, uh, they are startups, and there are companies which would have a second site strategy here in Skibbereen. So they would outsource a function of their, their business from Cork or Dublin and base. So Spearline, who we had on, uh, earlier in this episode. Great example. Yeah, so that's how they do it. And they, so, they get so, bigger and bigger so and bigger and spin out. Spearline probably told you their aim is to go for 150. They're pushing towards 150 jobs. Uh, if you take Spearline into account, you take, uh, uh, slightly indirectly, you take O'Donnell Designs, a company uh, on the Baltimore Road here who fit out uh, hotels for Marriott, Starwood, all, all the, the big companies. Uh, they availed of the one gigabit connectivity which was brought about by Ludgate and, and our, 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 our relationship with Cyro and Vodafone. They can now uh, upload, uh, download uh, uh, drawings in a matter of seconds. Uh, a couple of years ago, it was taking them a day. Well, you'd have to post it. It probably <laughs> would have been quicker to post yes. it. Um, when did you come onto the scene, by the way? Obviously, you, you now, are you a blow-in to the town? Or are you from Skibbery? No, I'm from, I'm, I'm from Cork City. I'm from Bishopstone. See, now, again, this is another fella. That there's, you're the rarest of the rare, the person who's actually from <laughs> Skibbereen here, um, Ruth. Uh, how do you feel living in West Cork as a townie now who would have been so used to all that the city had to offer? Uh, it's quite different uh, to what I grew up with. Uh, we were You're supposed to say to better because uh, she's just sitting there. She can see you. <laughs> I'm getting to that. Uh, we, we live in Baltimore. We're lucky to live there on the water. It's a completely different uh, experience for my children growing up to what I had where we went uh, out and kicked the ball in, uh, you know, on the green. Uh, my kids uh, can go out sailing, kayaking, swimming, swimming. just drop of a hat. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful place to live. Uh, is, is that right? Obviously, Ruth, you you grew up down here, so this was all natural to you. But because of that little bit of vision that John has shown, and the idea that having good internet means you can do whatever the hell you want, mm -hmm. doesn't just happens to be in Skibbereen. Is that going to help get this town through the next generation and beyond? Do you think? Oh, oh I think without a doubt. I mean. I, I don't know if growing up I ever felt sure that I was going to come back and live here. I'm, I suppose I left UCC and just when I decided to go into retail in Dublin, um, I kind of knew probably the long term aim was to come back into the business. Um, 
But for an awful lot of people of my generation, coming back here was never a yeah, reality. When you left, you left. You left, you were gone. Yeah. And you never came back, except to visit. So, whereas now, I have two friends who grew up with me um, who are now back in Skibbereen with their husbands and their children, and they're all living and working in or around Skibbereen because they're working in Ludgate, and um, it's a reality to them. I also have friends who can now come for the whole summer. So they take six or eight weeks with their kids, and they work from Ludgate, and their kids can go swimming, they can go sailing, they can do whatever they want for the summer. I have a friend who comes home from London, two friends who come home from London, and they spend the whole of August here with their kids. And that's just, that wouldn't be possible without Ludgate. Ju just speaking to both of you, um, th there's very few quiet moments you have when you're running your own business. So running Ludgate is busy, running the shop is busy. But you don't strike me as busy people, i.e. you don't seem very stressed. You look kind of relaxed, even in your own company. Is that the joy of being here as opposed to absolutely, living the rat race? Absolutely. Living down here, I'm, like, you can go for a swim before you go to work. You can drop the kids to school. You can um, go for a walk on your way home from work if you want. You get home, you cook the dinner, the kids come home from school. It's really busy. How like, long do you get How long are you stuck in traffic, Ruth? Come on, give us the dirty load. We, we live in Baltimore and it takes us 10 minutes to get into Skibbereen. Except <laughs> in the summer, it takes 20. But that's all good. But you're we delighted to see the tourists we coming into the shop and buying the cakes, it. you see. Absolutely, it comes around absolutely. full circle. So no, look, the quality of living down here, we have four kids. And we go to Dublin to visit um, friends and family. And every time we drive down the road from Dublin, we go, oh my God, how do people live here mm -hmm. and, and commute in those distances every day? So if you have four kids and this is a family business, how many have you got even packing the odd shelf or cleaning the odd bit of glass in the shop? So this summer we've got two in, which is great. One is nearly 14, Johnny, and Meg is only 12, but the girls are fast learners. So they both worked here this summer, just a little bit. Yeah, not all just to get them in. Just to get them in. Yeah, get them involved. Absolutely, and get them involved. And they appreciate... Um, you know, the value of working then. And it's only a couple of hours. And actually, again, so they're being trained in by the people who trained me in. So it's lovely. They look out for them. They mind them. They're kind of, you know. It is the family circle, which makes uh, life very important at the end of the day. Well, we wish you the very best of luck, both with Ludgate, uh, that is going to create. How many jobs did you say? 500 jobs? 500, 500 jobs. Yeah. We, we must come back in a couple of years time to see how, how close you got to that target. Ruth Field and Adam Walsh, thank you so much for, first of all, the loan of the hall, and uh, second of all, for joining us on Red Business. You're welcome, Jonathan. Lovely. Thank Thanks, you. Jonathan. The only show in town for Cork Business, Red Business. Now, finally, on this first episode of the Town Takeover from Skibbereen, we said we'd better check out the real estate down this part of the world and no better person to talk us through it Maeve McCarthy the director at Charles McCarthy Estate Agents and Valuers Maeve how are you? I'm very well how are you? I'm good you're clearly not Charles so is, is Charles related to you? Yes Charles is my father um, more commonly known locally as Charlie um, he established the business 50 years ago and I joined in 2005 um, Okay so in 2005 you joined what was the business landscape like back then? In 2005, uh, I thought I was on the pig's back. I was <laughs> living and working in Dublin. There was a boom on, and I went, oh, I'd love to live in West Cork. Yes. I'd move home and join the family firm. And 18 months later, the landscape changed. Quite dramatically. Yes, quite dramatically. Yeah. But to be honest, it was a massive learning curve. And you, you learn more from failure than you do from success. And so going through something like a property recession, you, you have to learn how to graft. You have to learn how to hustle. And I think that is what 
um, I learned and I learned the key cornerstone of our business is the professional service we offer our clients. How, how long was it though before you had to stop hustling and, and the property market returned to something resembling normality? Um, I think in around 2013 it started kind of improving 2014 2015 uh, things started to get better but around here it's people live in West Cork because they want to make a lifestyle choice so we you know we don't have you know massive employment in the area so people want to move here and they can move here now because the connectivity in the town and because the one gig town and the con connectivity in Ludgate people can now remote work and work from home now, uh, more. I, I know people are self-promoting about yeah. the town they're in but there has been a theme across this episode of things like Ludgate, yes. uh, Spearline who were in yeah. the top fields who were yeah. responsible uh, for, for making sure Ludgate works. It's all kind of coming together, isn't it? It is. And the key message I want to get out today is affordability. So a three-bedroom semi-detached house in Cork City, the average price is 285000 If you're lucky. If you're lucky. In Cork County, it's 250000 You can buy a three-bedroom semi-detached house in Skibbering for less than €200,000. So, and you have that affordability here. You can rent a house, three-bedroom house, for less than €1,000. Average eight fifty a month. So we have great schools. We have four national schools in the town. We have a state-of-the-art secondary school on the outskirts of the town, um, community school, and we have jobs here and the connectivity that you can you we lacked before. Now we have it. I, we were talking to Ruth about her yeah. coming back um, yeah. to Cork and to Skibbereen and how she was kind of a little bit daunted by it, but now obviously is is completely and utterly back in love with the place. Yeah. Um, did you have that when you were coming back from Dublin as well? Did you have a sense of, oh, God, I'm going back to Skibbereen? Um, not at all. I think um, I left, I uh, went to the Mercy Heights Secondary School in Skib. I left and went to UCC and then UCD. And then, like many of my generation, I had the privilege to travel and see the world. And I think it's only by going out into the world you realise what the magical place West Cork is. And it's not just a stunning landscape and the amazing food producers and the quality of the environment we have here what makes this place is the people who live here and the eclectic group of people who move here who make this place their home and i see that firsthand being a state agent because we're a very open and inclusive society mm. and we always have been how, how uh, inclusive is it though i mean is is it becoming more of a multinational group here because you always had a lot of English people, a lot of Germans living down in West Cork. Yeah. I, is it becoming more of an attractive place to live for other nationalities and people from other parts of the world? I think, think it is. I think I think it's just it's a it's a really well kept secret. And people like, live here and experience it living here, they really enjoy it. You have the kind of real artistic vibe you have out in Baldy Hob and you know, Skibbering is more of a market town. But if you come to the Skibbering farmers market here, which is voted one of the best farmers markets in Ireland, if you come here on Saturday morning, you would hear languages from all over the world. It's a very vibrant and inclusive community. So what's next uh, for Skibbereen, do you think? I mean, is the property market in reasonably good shape right now? Yeah, it is in reasonably good shape. I mean, what is an effect for all of us, and we have to be cognizant of it, is Brexit. Oh, don't mention the Oh, uh, I know, I'm sorry. No, I know, Brexit. But um, I have to mention it because you know, it does, it, it, it goes towards confidence. And the property market is a confidence game. And if people lose confidence in it, that can make, give people pause before they purchase. Um, but I would say to people, look, you know, there is, if you build, if you move here and you make your home here, 
um, you won't regret it. Um, it is affordable. Um, you have a great quality of life here. And, you know, people say, oh, you live in rural Ireland. What's there to do? I have nothing to do. You know, you I know people who live in cities with millions of people and their world is really insular. You know, if you have an outward, um, an outward attitude and an outward um, look on life, your world is as big as small as you want it to be. So, you know, if you live in a small community, you know, you can be one of the most, you know, I suppose, uh, outward looking, uh, sorry, I want you could be one of the most um, uh, positive and kind of, you know, looking people. It is, it is, it's a great environment. And also that sense of community you get here. Mm. You have a massive, You've a we can fi we fix that we can edit that out okay so um, just it's, it's, give you it's it's it really is a great place to live just yes it. it's a great place to live uh, we mentioned um, swimming earlier on Ruth and Adam forever going swimming yeah. with the kids are you bad into swimming as well yeah no um, sea swimming I don't know I think there's something really um, amazing about sea swimming it's sometimes cold it's cold but if you've had a really tough day at work you're kind of stressed out you can go jump in Loch Ine go for a swim. And it's like it's something like you go to a metamorphosis in the water. You come out and you yeah, feel sure amazing. Oh, that's what happens. <laughs> just drive <laughs> no, into the uh, not. cold just water you here. It's just you kind of it's just you go into a meditative state and you just kind of you just come out. You feel brilliant. Okay, I, I definitely think there's something in the water. The four people we've had on this particular podcast are the most mellow, laid-back business people I've had on all year. There's definitely something going on. But more importantly, Ruth Field has just dropped in some of the cakes that she was talking about earlier on. So I'm going to have to go and grab them. But before we do, Maeve, we give a plug for the website how can people find out about all the great properties that you're selling here in Skibbereen uh, yes it's www.charlesmccarthy.com and you can also find us on Instagram Charles McCarthy West Cork well, there you have it. Um, and um, lovely pictures that they are as well no doubt uh, Maeve McCarthy enjoy the swimming and uh, thank, you. thank you so much for joining us in Red Business okay. my thanks to all of our guests here in the first episode uh, of the town takeover in Skibbereen. So many businesses coming through. We will have a second episode that will be up in the next few weeks. Neve Hennessy was the producer. As always, don't forget, you can download everything from redextra.ie. We'll catch you on the next one.